Yo, what up everyone, welcome to the Offbeat Podcast. I'm your host, Bokaj Mahoney. If you don't understand that one, you're probably in the wrong place. With me I have my co-host. What's up everybody, this is Brian. And what's up Brian, good to see you man. I mean this really feels like a sort of reunion, just like we see each other at the shows. I mean, it really feels like family reunions. You see each other like two or three times a year, and that's it. Just no hugs right now. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's actually for me. It's probably better than the family reunion. So. <laughs> hey, fair enough. Fair enough. Man, I'm so excited to do this just because there's so many people, so many amazing, amazing people in this community who just deserve all the recognition, and it's just fun to chat. So this is an awesome platform to have. So appreciate, appreciate the idea, man. It's gonna yeah, be fun. Absolutely. There's a, there's a lot of uh, characters in the scene, and uh, um, you know, a lot of good people that you know will just be fun to get to know everybody a little bit deeper. You know, some of the artists and uh, you know sure. that are involved, some of the the people that make it happen. So I'm looking forward to doing it with you. For sure, man. Yes. Yeah, so um, for those who don't know me, I'll kind of you know explain my. 311 history in short uh, i live in kansas city right now i've seen them 15 times a thing that surprises a lot of people is my age i'm 22 years old which for a 311 super fan is pretty weird you know most of these shows it's you know people your guys's age but it's been super fun to be a part of man you guys have really just been so accepting and it's just such incredible to be part of such a you know huge and extended family like this so you know i i first got introduced to them here in beautiful disaster on the radio i was like man i've never heard anything like this before so then at work later my buddy's playing it on like the kitchen radio and i was like oh man i love this song and he goes all right go home and listen to the blue album that just like changed my life i'd never heard anything like that um i had heard down while i was like discovering them obviously but then when random came on i've been a drummer since i was 11 so like 11 years now and hearing that little intro man all right this is it this is great stuff then i went back to work i was like man that was awesome and he goes all right now go home and listen to transistor you gotta imagine the jump from those two albums man it was incredible and then obviously seeing them live my first show was in 2018 with the offspring who i was a big fan of and it just went from there and then being a part of the merch exchange really took it to the next level because then you're making connections you're meeting people at shows and it's not just about shows anymore you know it's about the people i love it yeah it's uh yeah especially i mean it's super cool um for us the uh the ancestors i guess you could you could call us um you know, to, to see, you know, a younger generation, you know, picking up and taking off with things, um, you know, again, kind of like you, I didn't even know, you know, there was a community that existed, oh, yeah. um, you know, even my, my friends that are, you know, I'm 42, and even friends my age, 311, oh, they're still around, you know, like, nobody was into them, like, um, right. you know, and then I came across the, you know, the merch exchange, and, you know, realized there was more of a community out there, and, um, you know, it's been been an awesome ride ever since oh yeah no it's so fun man and 
just everything that the band still does all these years with the original members still bringing it every night i'm sure they're killing it right now shout out all the people at cali vibes so man it is just great do you have any like really fond old experiences you have brian back in the man, day for me. <laughs> back before i was back born actually probably was right about the time you were born it's probably my favorite experience um yeah best uh i think the you know my obviously my favorite show um you know was back in the first show i ever went to was back in 97 yeah, back in champaign mm. illinois um you know right when things kind of started taking mm. off and yeah. uh but my favorite memory, I would have to say, is um, St. Louis, um, Mississippi Nights, before they Represent. they tore it down. And, oh, yeah. um, you know, shout out to uh, the Missouri crew. Um, you know, they, after the show, they played two nights back-to-back um, on the sound system kind of club tour. And uh, I decided I was going to sit outside um, until you know, whenever, because the buses were back there, and uh, finally about three hours after sitting outside, Peanut and Nick came out, hung out with me and a couple people, you know, sat outside for a while, Um, and just, um, I mean, it was super cool memory, um, you know, that that early on to be able to to make that connection, so um, between the, you know, between that and 311 Day last year, being my first one, are two of my favorite, you know, my my best memories. I think the craziest part of that is the time difference. You're talking 96, 97 to 2022. Yeah. And both are up there as your favorite experiences. I think that just shows a lot for them. You know. Oh, for sure. Really I think is. I'm at 20, you know, 20 shows, 25 I think I'm up to now when I did the math. Um and you know, some of them are a blur at this yeah. point, but other ones, you know, they jump out. Um you know, Chicago shows for me, oh, yeah. you know, back in the home state were always went off. They, they were a lot different than, uh, the Minneapolis shows now that I'm living up here. They're a little more tame up here. Yeah. Um, but, um, still a good time nonetheless. Yeah. Those big shitty, those big city shows tend to be, <laughs> tend to be, well, we got to put the, we need a blur right there. Sensor bar. <laughs> those city shows tend to be pretty wild except for LA because, you know, those California people don't count. <laughs> Just kidding. Shout out to all my California homies. But yeah, man, like Atlanta, Chicago, New York, like those shows go off. I definitely want to try and hit an Atlanta show soon. Especially if they bring Halloween back to the tabernacle. Dude, I will be there. I'm excited for this Culture Room show. I don't think I've ever, the smallest capacity I've seen them, I think, is the pageant. I think that's like 2,000 people. Yeah. So, and yeah, shout out Mississippi Nights, man. That's something that I, like, being from St. Louis, I really wish that's something I could have experienced. But you know, like three eleven and the urge playing there. You know, hearing yeah, stories. I was insane. Uh, I think you'll experience it with that culture room show. I mean, oh, yeah. you're, you're talking small room. Um, you know, not a lot of people, not a lot of breathing room, but uh, uh, it's going to go off. Um, and I hope somebody goes live uh, so that we can. Ah. Those those of us that are at home can experience it. Yeah, in the after party afterwards, man, I can't even put into words how excited I am for that. (laughs) Because that Chicago one, man, that was like one of the coolest things I've ever done. I was telling you yesterday, that was just all such a big blur. Like I barely remember playing. Like I I just remember playing like nothing else. I was just up there playing, having the time of my life. 
and the three hours or whatever it was went by in like a minute. So. And the fact that that five, um, you know, perfect strangers came together and kind of, you know, and, and pulled that off. Oh yes, yeah. uh, props to you guys because perfect strangers sharing a groove, man. Off. You got it. It was incredible. It was me and it was me and Zena. Shout out Zena rolling up there, and we were like, all right. I I remember giving the dude on the sound bar my like aux because we were literally just gonna play the tracks like me and z up there and then just wait for people to show up and sing or hop on drums or whatever so i was like all right here i'm gonna play my playlist you know here plug this into the board yeah we didn't turn that thing on we had people there ready to play and right off the bat man oh my god it took the crowd a while to get into it but once we got once it did man went off for for many many hours oh yeah um we into the night. It was like two or three in the morning that we played today. Yeah. Some of some of us didn't make it the whole time. <laughs> Not gonna lie. <laughs> no, I know. Shout out to the people that stick that stuck around, man. <laughs> and I hope I hope more people stick around for this next one. I have a feeling we're gonna have an earlier start time. Cause you know on Ticketmaster it says that the show is at like seven or something, seven thirty, and there's no. I don't think there's an opener, so. And for uh, for those of you listening that uh, that weren't fortunate enough to, to be in Chicago and witness it, and uh, we'll be in Florida, um, be sure to uh, to check out J and Z combo because oh, uh, yeah. it's 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 worth it. It's going to be an experience for you guys. I mean, I just I I think the the ultimate long term goal is to get to a point where we're doing official things. Because I mean, I just want to keep I want to keep doing this, and I keep want to wanting to take it a next step further every time you know so i'm really looking forward to florida i think we're gonna kill it i think so man all right well our guest today is a man who needs no introduction the king <laughs> of the 311 merch exchange himself ricky rapa <laughs> nick hexham at Roof falls that casually going until it finishes oh yeah oh yeah dude no i love it man <laughs> offbeat podcast good to see hey, you man yeah. welcome to the yeah, offbeat podcast good to see y'all good to talk to y'all Miss you guys absolutely man Same i here, mean man. this is great just to be able to even see you and talk to you like this hell yeah man. nothing you guys oh yeah nothing beats everything in person but this is a close second. I will take this. March 6th is not far away. No, dude. I was talking at work yesterday. Or today. I was at work. I was like, man, I got to start really saving up. It's coming up. It's like less than three weeks. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's coming. It's like right around the corner. Oh, yeah. And then I'm sure we'll get some yeah, either this I'm summer or this fall. Maybe like a, hopefully like a Red Rock show where you can see everybody again. Yeah. Well, I mean, speaking of everybody's waiting on this merch this cruise merch what's going on with that we were just talking about that man like it's on the website 
we were trying to put in Unity as the code, because when is that not the code? Who is it? Oh, 311, somebody went live. Is that 311? Somebody's live right now on the merch exchange, too, actually. Yeah, they're playing at, yeah. uh, oh, yeah. playing at Cali Vibes. Able, uh, oh, we played it. Is that, he's not live. Never mind. Okay. Once, uh, Where's the merch? You know, once, once this thing takes off, maybe we'll, uh, you know, we'll get exclusive uh, codes and drops that we can, uh, <laughs> put out there um but uh, and we're gonna make the code unity every time yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh man yeah i don't, I don't know i know i'm just everybody's waiting on this to see the cruise posters it looks like it's uh dane henry miles shang and monk one they gotta have monk oh yeah um three don't quote me on that until it's official but that's what it looks that's like. what it looks like from the teachers three goats yeah. of the poster lore i mean yeah those guys those guys are awesome there's a couple names i was disappointed that uh i know for a fact don't have any merch or art i won't i won't mention who but i mean there's plenty of artists that deserve a chance obviously but a few i was surprised weren't you know yeah um there's so many good artists in this game right now and they all deserve recognition and all the unique styles and, oh yeah uh, you know um, personalities and just the unique uniqueness that they all bring um you know a lot of been doing this for a while shit i've been collecting since at least oh six when were you born jacob <laughs> oh oh okay all right so at least at least my first and oldest 311 poster <laughs> of a show that i own yeah. and attended my, my first show was in 96 or 97 i have it's the like tickets yeah. somewhere in the house um, Transistor Tour, um, which is my favorite album. Yeah. I heard I didn't hear it up until the Blue album when they came uh, on MTV. And honestly, MTV. it was like either yeah, <laughs> it was like before um, a TRL. They would show the video before TRL would come yeah. on. And it was either Hanson Mbop or 311, like all mixed up or down. I always forget which one came out first. Yeah, um, I'm always all mixed up about that. But whatever, they like they they're intertwined for me. You know, they, that whole blue album was on repeat nonstop, and then I think I came across um, Grassroots at like Peaches. I don't even know if you know what Peaches music is, Jacob. You're probably too young for that. It was like an old record store. At least yeah. maybe they didn't have that north either, Brian. But um, so I, I found Grassroots on accident, and then had that one. And then the first time I traveled alone to New York um, on my way back home, I think it was. Uh, this little CD stand, I had like 30 bucks left in my pocket. It was like $25 for the CD that I was pretty sure was the same band, 311. Yeah. And I'm like, I didn't know if there was another older album. Is this the same guys? Like, well, I took a chance. I bought the album. Sure enough, it was them. Those three CDs were in my three CD disc changer <laughs> on constant rotation forever. Um, Man. You probably don't even know what one of those are either. Jake, that is foreign technology to me, my friend. <laughs> I have all my 311 right here. Yeah, but, I know. but did you have the anti-skip on your uh, on your disc man? You know. Yeah, man, I, I'd have the anti-skip for when you're mowing the lawn and shit. <laughs> or or when you're shoveling snow, you guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anti-skip. Yeah. Well, man, yeah, we have uh, we have just a slew of questions for you. Then I just I just want to talk merch with you, man. I don't think there's anybody. Yeah. I don't think there's anybody That's better. Sure. Um, go ahead. Oh, and yeah. You know, I know you're the man who needs no introduction, but, you know, Mr. Ricky, go ahead and introduce yourself. Yeah. Ricky Rappa, you know, I'm 
Then uh, I actually only found out about the groups probably in like uh, 2014. You know, I, I was kind of the same way. I didn't know for the longest that there was like an online community. I remember going to 311 Day in 06 on a whim, last minute with my boys, driving from South Florida straight through to Memphis, Tennessee, wow. like overnight, like doing all the shit you shouldn't be doing, drinking and whatever, you know. And uh, I was actually still dating my wife now, or dating my wife, who is, a, who is my wife now, Brooke. Um, she lived in Tallahassee, was going to college there. We stopped and partied with her and her roommates on the way up and back. And um, But it was just me and my boys. I bought the poster. Mm-hmm. It was all I could afford for merch. I couldn't <laughs> afford a T-shirt. I'm like, T-shirt won't last. I'll, you know, it'll get stained, whatever. And I've always been a collector of, like, comic book cards and comic books and shiny foil cards and plastic cards and, like, Never really into sports cards, but I always, like, collected something, mm-hmm. and the poster just caught my eye. It was cool UFOs, Memphis, and it had, like, all the states from everybody traveling, and I rolled it up, you know, which is a big sin nowadays. I rolled it up, I put it in my back pocket, put it in the cup oh, holder. No. Poster <laughs> teams weren't a thing. Yeah. If I was lucky, I think they ran out of rubber bands, and that was a big deal. Like, oh, no rubber bands? Oh, my God, how could you, like? Now we're like, no tubes? What the fuck? Like, um, now, are we allowed to cuss on this thing? Oh, That's yeah. Right. Prob- probably. We'll yeah. bleep us out if you have to. Yeah, I think so. Um, I don't see why not. But uh, so I had the, the Memphis 06 was my first poster, and it made it from Memphis. And honestly, it's in really good condition. It has no rich. It has a couple of little creases. You still got you it? can't see it. Yeah, I still have it. It's framed. I could show you guys. I mean, the audience won't see it, but I'll show you guys. <laughs> I want to see it. It's not pro framed, but it's in a, it's an odd size. So it's like, oh, yeah. you see, it's kind of dark in this corner. Yeah, I, got I, re- I recognize that one. Yeah, way to, yeah. way to show off your Red Rocks Monk one while you're at it. I get it. Yeah, well, <laughs> so that, and so that that's a good segue into my second poster was all the way into 2012. My first trip to Colorado, Red Rocks, with my buddy Danny, my best friend, one of my best friends. Uh, we flew out. We went and saw Peyton Manning, his first year in Denver. Um, Russell Wilson's first year. Yeah. They uh, he played with the Seahawks. We went to a preseason game. It was Terrell Owens' last game. Um, but that's probably the point. So back to, we went to Red Rocks. I got my 2012-month Red Rocks SE reg, another one that I think I did get a tube at the time. I had it so. and it just sat in my had it in my closet for a couple of years and until I found the trading post and yeah. uh, you know and it was like oh shit I shouldn't keep it rolled up in my closet <laughs> I, this thing is worth money and, yeah and then uh, man I think I think I might have been gifted one the monkey one from New York at some point because monkey is like my favorite animal the the Hammerstein ballroom one and. Uh, so I had those three, and then the the Nathaniel Days. Everybody pronounces it Diaz, but it's Days. So the, like Days, D E A D E A S, but it's Days. Nathaniel okay. Days. That's good to know. Uh, his Ganesha poster was like the hottest shit. Like Orlando, fairly local, like two and a half hours north for yeah. me. And that was like, I gotta have that. We're going early. Sat out in the Florida sun for like six hours. So they what? Even what year was this? I'm gonna I'm gonna look this one up. Ahead. What year was this? I want to look this poster up. 
see if it can ring a bell. Oh, I can show you. The, the, oh, oh the yeah, ring. that's even better. I mean, that's the one that's behind me every day. Well, not every day, but every time I run a waffle. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that that's my pride and joy right there. Yeah. And that was the one that really got me started um, in the post I found out about the trading post, and I found out about the merch exchange, and met all these cool people that yeah. were helpful and welcoming, and found out about other posters that I wanted, and started making trades and making friends all over the place, and man, here we are now, I'm like the admin, even though I have several <laughs> friends that help, I'm like known as the guy of the merch exchange. Yeah. It's all about just how active you are, man. Like, you are just on there every single day. Yeah. I think that helps you know, it's, a lot. it's a hobby. It's, it's a little bit of a hobby. It's a little bit of a wanting to make the group better than it was before I was admin. Because it really didn't have, like, anybody guiding it. It was just kind of like a free-for-all. A little bit of shadiness going on. Um, but shout out to Noah, um, who was one of the founders of the group, who's no longer active. He just had a lot of shit going on, and it went from me asking him for to help me run bingo balls all the time to like, you know what, I'm tired of bugging this dude. I can do this myself. I'll just do it myself. And the funny thing is, the the thing that got me waffling was my in search of for the foil edition of the Red Rocks 2012 which I didn't know existed yeah. until I got the Orlando Days Ganesha. Yeah. So I had to sell a bunch of prints that I bought from shows that I didn't attend, which I sold and raffled at like really good prices, like near cost. Like that was like the thing, like just, I don't care. I already have this money, quote unquote. Right. Let me just put it towards something I actually want. Cause this is a unique item. I think it's like an LE 20 or 30 foil. Wow. Um, and I, raffled all those to help pay for my big in search of yeah iso if you will yeah oh that's great man it's that's weird it's weird it's, to hear, it's weird to hear you refer to it as a raffle um outside <laughs> of uh the uh the mx <laughs> yeah well i mean you know so for people not listening you refer to them as waffles i don't i don't know the legalities of it all honestly i mean it's just for fun other groups that, you know that raffle or waffle like worse things than some concert posters and um you can look at it as like donations towards a prize yeah um you know and and i i help a lot of people find and trade and sell and connect and a lot of times they end up becoming friends or just regular helping you know trade buddies poster buddies merch buddies a couch to crash on when you're traveling across the nation like you just this community is like one of the greatest things to ever happen in my life honestly oh, yeah. like i can for better or worse yeah. like they're you can't think of it with the bad but for better or worse like mostly good mostly good people a mostly positive community it's been nothing but love and like just humbling and you know to go to shows and you know people just tell me things i never even considered that i do i'm just yeah, helping just like, i'm it. not even i don't great. think twice about it yeah it's a hobby i'm, I'm happy yeah. to do it like, oh, that's great. i enjoy i enjoy all of it whether it's scoring shit that i know everybody can't get and then giving them a chance at it you know cheap or whatever even if it's not just it's rare i mean the market's changed it's always changing you know? 
Yeah. That's a whole nother. Well, yeah. I was telling Brian, I was like, I was like, if anyone gets recognized out more than me, it's definitely Ricky. Ricky, man, you helped me with this, or you did this, and you you sold me this, whatever, man. It's it's awesome. Like I was yeah. telling about the we were working the line in Chicago. That was super cool to see, and I'm sure you get that everywhere. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah, no, exactly. It's like I mean, literally my friends, my my like real life long time friends probably don't even like going to shows with me anymore because yeah. <laughs> it's obnoxious in a way. Like yeah. I mean to them, they're like, "What the fuck? Like, it's only Ricky, like." Yeah. <laughs> and to me, I'm just like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm nobody." Like, people are like, "Oh no, you're Ricky." No, I'm just one of you guys too. Like, I'm just a fan. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a super fan too. That just wanted to do something good. My part in the community, I guess. Like, I don't know. I just felt obligated. This has been my favorite band since I was like 12. Like, yeah. I honestly, I never thought when like. I like made them my favorite band. Like knowing when I'm a, like you're a kid, like yeah, this is this is my number one band. Like I didn't know that they'd come out with fucking a dozen more albums, and that I'd see them over fifty oh, times yeah. all over the country and make numerous friends that I talk to more than my real life friends that I grew <laughs> up with and went to school with. Literally, and just have more in common with now. And I don't know. I guess it, it's kind of like a, a little bit of what you don't have, you want. So it's like. I really appreciate when I do see you guys at these shows or, you know, cause it may only be once a year, yeah. every couple of years. So like you said, you said it before, Jacob, the, the music is awesome. Like I look, I hope they keep making new music. Yeah. But and the music will always it's be really there. About the friends, oh, for sure. The, the, the people. hundred you know, percent. It just takes it to another level. Yeah. It really does. It's, yeah. it's one thing to just listen to the music, go to the shows and leave. But the things right. that I've been a part of, even the past like three, it's for me, it's really only been like two or three years traveling the country, yeah. these huge hangouts, these jams that we're starting to do. Yep. I mean, it's, it's insane. So, yeah, I mean, I've been, I've been following them for over 25 years. I really didn't get to a lot of concerts until I got into my late twenties, early thirties. And then my numbers started getting up there. You know, I got to, a, got to do a cruise I got to a couple of Red Rocks. I got to do, you know, a, a few 311 days. I've only, I think I did 06, um, 16, 18, and 22 are the only 311 days. But those right there are like, you know, two or three days or whatever at a time. Besides those six, like six hours straight. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think, pretty sure Reggae Rise Up is going to be 55, and Fort Lauderdale will be 54 for me. Very nice. Pretty sure. Very nice, man. I can't. I can't. And then you, <laughs> you have no idea. Yeah, I can't it's even imagine like going all the way back. I'd like to think, you know, if I was around enough, hopefully I'd be at Ron Ivan Jack number of shows that I hit. But <laughs> that's impossible. I, I know. <laughs> I know. I, I'm just. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm just grateful to be part of it at all. You know. Of course. What were, uh, yeah, um, what, what were merch lines like back in uh, 2012, Ricky? Because I can't even remember like getting in line for a poster, and and you know, I just I remember it being much calmer than it is today. Yeah, no, you know? absolutely. We we rolled up to Red Rocks late. We walked down to the bottom merch booth at the time because the top one um, either didn't have posters or so maybe they sold out of them. I can't quite remember. But we weren't even sweating it. Like it wasn't even like. Oh. Oh my god, we gotta get there to get this poster. Yeah, and that yeah. poster is badass. Oh, so yeah. It's like 
I mean, I might be a little biased because I was there, but that's like one of the all-time best Red Rock Story Eleven posters, in my personal opinion. And I mean, just on the history, I mean, there was a Sperry, I think, in 2013 that is not as desired or, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's a good-looking poster. Everybody loves Sperry. He's got a lot of fans outside of just yeah. 311. Like, honestly, 311 fans underappreciate him, I feel like. I agree. Um, but, uh, yeah, we walked down to the bottom merch and walked right up and <laughs> got a poster for me. My buddy got his poster. He poster buddied for the friend that told us about it. We honestly didn't even like know. I think he showed us on, you know, a screenshot from Instagram at the time. Like, and, and I'm not big on Instagram now, nor was I then really. But I was like, all right, yeah, that's a cool poster. Let's, let's go get that. I like, didn't even think about, oh my god, it's gonna sell out. Didn't know that there was a foil even, yeah. you know, a thing. We were just happy to get our legs. Yeah. Out of the day, and yeah, dude. Even were not. Oh not yeah. Even. even trying to get my 2021 Red Rocks foil, which I didn't even get at the show. We we got there super super early, and I didn't even get it at the show. They ran out right before I was about to get up. Yeah. I mean, it's nowadays at Red crazy. Rocks, for just about anybody with a poster, you got to get there at the butt crack of dawn, and yeah. still hope that you're at the right line. Yep. Even I mean, even for yeah. a reg, I mean, they've been at least like 420 now. And those sell out. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, well, Ricky, do you have a, I have two questions. They might sort of, you know, coincide with each other, but I just want to know if you have a favorite show and if you have just an overall favorite 311 experience, if those are different at all. See, I wish you would have told me about these questions ahead of time. <laughs> Did I not send these to you? No, you said you were gonna, but oh, you but and your ADHD. I, you know how I am. Us Gen Zers and our ADHD. Whatever the hell you are, I don't even know anymore. Well, I'm Gen Z, baby. Uh, okay, yeah, that. But, uh, shit, I mean, obviously, you know, the 311 days always stand out, and I don't even know if I could pick a favorite one because they were all unique in their own way. Like, I mean, the 06 one was. Like, we made a lot of random friends, but nothing... Like, I wish I would have been more active on... I don't even know if Facebook was a thing in 06. I'm sure it was. I don't remember, but... It was, like, right on the cusp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Definitely yeah, not like, that now. Well, there was probably, like, internet chat rooms or something, yeah. and I wasn't active. Like, screw it. You know, like, I'm not going to do that. Like, I was too cool for that shit, you know? Until it was like, all right, I'm dating a girl that lives in Tallahassee. I guess I should get on Facebook so I can kind of keep in touch with her. <laughs> I've been dating Brooke since I was like 21, and I'm going to be 40 in August. So, um, yeah, man, that's – what was the question? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like show, if you have a favorite you. show and then favorite like yeah. overall experience too. So, okay, favorite show outside of like Red Rocks and 311 Day and Cruise, I'm going to say The Tabernacle. Oh, that was yeah. fucking – dude, the floor of that place, like – vibrate like not even vibrate it bounces it's like like when jump to the beat that yeah. floor is like a heartbeat jump into the beat man and then and then they played let the cards fall which is like probably one of my yes. if not my all-time favorite live song i have a lot of favorite live songs yeah. but like that's just for the experience of the cards and it being like yeah. whatever two three four levels high and it literally like it rains hard dude i think nothing man. was like more magical than chicago where we like knew it was i i was saying all weekend i was like i think this is the first time ever that we know this song is coming except for like 311 yeah. day but we didn't even get it 311 day 22 yeah so yeah no you're right i mean it was that, awesome no, in chicago 
well, Chicago was a little tight, and, you know, we were underneath the rafters. Yeah. We had a good spot that for the, well, both nights, really, but the cabbie being a little bit larger version of that yeah. and me being able to be on the floor, actually, with breathing room, um, and it literally, like, rained the cards on us. Yeah. I have video of it probably on my Facebook somewhere. I'll have to tag you, Jacob. Um, and that, so that would be my favorite show that I could think of. What year was that? And that would that was, um, I think, 16, either 16 okay. or 17. The, the, so that's, it's funny to say that. I, my memory is awful. I mean, obviously, I smoke a lot of pot. I've been smoking it forever. I don't know if that's the reason, but I have, like, you know, my, my family has Alzheimer in it and whatnot. It probably doesn't help. But the posters help me remember a lot. Yeah. Like, yeah. hell with a photo or video. I can look at a poster and I can remember a lot about that night, regardless how high I was or whatever. And I usually only smoke. I barely ever drink. Like, maybe I'll eat a couple of shrooms here and there now, and that's, like, kind of recent. Like, um, but, like, I can remember the poster will tie a whole night together, who I met. Um, just, so the poster was the the Jeff Wood bee and, or the wasp and the dragon or whatever it is. It's, like, a 12 by 36, like, orange and red. It's not a very popular poster, but it was a two-night, um, you know, tabby poster. It's I think that's the though. one yeah. Ben Chaya sent me for Secret Santa. The big maybe twelve by thirty-six, and big, it's like a Yeah, and it's it's. I have the uncut foil, is what he gave me. Yeah, okay, that's Two dope. By yeah, I don't even have that the uncut awesome. of that. I have it right next to me. It was a yeah. sweet Secret Santa. So like, so that it, was, yeah, favorite I show. I mean, like experience-wise, does anything come to mind? Well, so th- I mean, that oh, shit, I mean, experience itself, the cruise, there's nothing like the cruise. Yeah. Um, one of my biggest regrets was missing a powwow. Mm. Again, I wasn't really, like, I didn't know that there was a community, um, and it was online, like the BB or whatever it was, and the chat rooms. And, um, had I known, and I'm not a camper, like, I don't, yeah. <laughs> I'm not into pain to live like a homeless dude, <laughs> is how I refer to that, so, um, camping is not my thing, like, I'd probably be more of a glamper, honestly, but I would have went camping, but we had, like, nobody to go with, we had, I wasn't going to just go me and Brooklyn, we had no experience camping, nobody had any interest in going with us, I had no friends in the community that would have been, like, nowadays, just, like, come, you'll make friends, oh, yeah. like, yeah. How, close, how close were you to that? But, um, I mean, it's still like four hours, but, but dude, it was like hot as well. Yeah. Summer, heard, yeah. August, um, it, it was it was a big regret not going to Powell, especially when I realized that they were playing Transistor in its entirety. Um, if you could see how many times I've probably watched that YouTube video, <laughs> it's oh, yeah. probably my most played YouTube video ever. For sure yeah. played, most played. And I've listened to it in the car and just let it play and, oh, yeah. you know, like, just always regret not seeing it. So Chicago was Brooke knew as soon as that was announced. Like I didn't mm-hmm. have to ask. She was like, "We're going to Chicago, I guess." Like, duh. Yeah. I got some shit to make up, man. I got awesome, some dude. regrets to to make yeah. up here. Ten odd years um, later. Yeah, but so, um, so powwow probably would have been it, but the cruise they played. I did the 2017 cruise, and. uh Man, that was definitely life-changing. I wasn't big into stick figure or revolution, but they blew my mind. And then looking back now, I'm like, that's arguably one of the best lineups on any of the cruises ever. Like, 
Dirty Heads obviously blew up pretty big after theirs too. But um, I mean, shit, Revolution and Stick Figure could host their own cruise now. Yeah, yeah they're they're both headlining over Three Eleven now. Yeah, Brian was um, mentioning that today Cali. at at Cali Vibes today. Three Eleven's not it's even Cali headlining. Vibes. Right, right. So I mean, just just goes to show you, like, uh, so that cruise was my favorite experience, um, but also bittersweet because. I went from like the time of my life to like, I got off the boat and unfortunately my father had a stroke and like passed away like yeah. shortly after I was able to, you know, go say goodbye to him. Yeah. He couldn't speak or whatever, but I got to see him and be with him until the end and not to get somber, but so it went from like yeah. really, really high, great experience to like worst experience in my life. But nonetheless, like I would do that shit again a hundred times over and over. And, um, you know, my dad would have not wanted my trip to get ruined. Yeah. So, it was like they just kind of kept it to themselves while he was in the hospital, and I was like having the time of my life. So yeah, whatever. I came home and dealt with that. Man, but yeah, that man. that reminds me of just a random story. My my older sister is pretty obsessed with the Jonas Brothers, and it was like three shows that she went to where bad stuff happened right after the show. Like three times, yeah. she felt like it was a curse. Like one of them, everything of happens them in three. Yeah, yeah. I, I I will say she did go see them pretty recently, and nothing happened after. So. But it was like her, her, her dog, like her dog died. Then we moved out of our uh, family home, you know. <laughs> so. Well, it's there's ups and downs, too. man. I, I got a poster story too that ties into the Boca Nathaniel Days. His first print for 311. It's super underrated. Like it's a, it looks like an old school like OG poster. I yeah, I have it here. I'll show you oh, that one too while while we're talking here. So you've probably never really seen this one too much. That's this one. Oh, yeah. It pops under a UV. Um, the expendables open for them. It's uh, 2014. Mm-hmm. So it's um, yeah. So actually, I had that before the the Ganesha, but it was another one I got. It was just like, all right, I'm just gonna get the poster. Didn't think nothing of it. My buddy Tommy got the poster and he got a band signed one. I'm like, oh, oh you wow. lucky bastard! Like, damn it. But wouldn't you know? After the show, we freaking go to his house and like. While we were gone, his freaking kitchen caught on fire. Like, he, like, house, half of his house burned up. And, like, before the show, he was, like, hosting a bunch of excitables and a bunch of people mm-hmm. and, like, had a bunch of people over. And, like, everybody went to the show, had a good time. And then, like, he came home to that. And, I mean, obviously, I think insurance or whatever took care of it, but still a yeah. nightmare to come home to. His oh, dog, yeah. like, barely made it out alive. Like, to talk about tragic things after a yeah, show like oh cool i got a signed poster but get <laughs> home and your house is like half burned yeah, up man. Like, it's crazy how yeah. just how quickly things can happen you know yeah, yeah. i mean I, I think it like you said you can tie a poster you know poster in a show to almost everything i mean same thing i mean i went to you know show up here in minneapolis in 17 and I think it was like seven days later, you know, my mom passed away and, you know, you go from this high to this, this, this low, um, you know, but, um, you know, it's, you, you've got the memory to tie to, you know, the, the good memory at least. Exactly. Yeah. So, not for sure. Something to remember. Well, we all got each other. Era. Oh yeah, exactly. Dude, for sure. No, I mean, looking, I try and keep all the shows that I've been to on my wall and just like looking at it right now. You're right, Ricky. Like it really does bring you back. They say that like sounds bring you back. Like when you listen to certain songs, it brings you back to certain times in your life. I think these posters do the same thing, man. And I always try and put set lists on mine too, because that takes me yeah, back a lot too. Okay. Like, oh, that song into that song, man, that was sick. Like in St. Yeah. Louis, Eons into Flowing, man, that was sick. Uh, that was sick. 
<laughs> so man you answered like you answered your favorite album great choice by the way that's also my favorite brian i don't know if i know your favorite album you know i mean for me i mean it's it's been a progression man like you know obviously um you know like for me the blue albums what started it you know like it it brings you back to that place and time and then you know i think even somebody was saying it you know the other day i read it online um you know and and it totally clicked i think it was maybe schrader or something you know that like voyager lyrically you know like Mm, for the time and the place i was in my life when you know hearing those lyrics you know not necessarily the music arrangement but the lyrics you know hitting stock so you know yeah. i mean for me it's you know it's hard i mean I'm, i'd have to go blue just because that's what you know I and mean, that's what brought me into it um you know uh, like like so many of us but um yeah. you know everything's got its time and its place for sure for sure ricky yeah it's i mean i was gonna say like it, it's hard to justify like the newer albums being yeah. in my top. But like, they have their time and place. Anything. Yeah, no, they you definitely know. do. Um, it's uh, it feels like uh, um, like blasphemy, like to be like, oh, <laughs> Mosaic could be better than Blue or Grassroots. Mm-hmm. Like, but Mosaic is a banger, man. I love Mosaic, and I don't know, like maybe it's just me. No, <laughs> I, I love Mosaic I, like, I too. I, yeah, like, I, I couldn't really put it up there, but it's, like, they're, you know, they all they all shift around depending on the mood and, and what's going on, and um, all the albums definitely, like, remind me of a time and place in my life, right. um, or maybe even a girlfriend that I was with, or something that I might have been dealing with mm-hmm. that that album helped me get through, you know, that I really, you know, reminds me of, or whatever, um, or whatever, just, you guys know. What else were you gonna ask about it? Yeah, no, I was, I was, I was gonna sort of lead into. I mean, if you have a favorite song, or at least a certain connection with a song, you know, I think that's huge too. And you know, like for as long as I've been listening, like I know a lot of the. um, It's almost like scripture in a way, (laughs) like a lot of the words. Yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe a lot of them are are cheesy. cliches too but they stand true and there's just so many i like i honestly couldn't i have a lot of favorite songs and none of them are like super meaningful it's just i just like bangers and like it's funny like there's songs that i didn't like growing up that as i got older or more mature or like started to hear differently that evolved in my life to go like, damn, I love this song now. I used to skip this song. Yeah. It's like a new song to me, you know, like, um, I mean, I can't, like, Friday Afternoon was one that I could mm-hmm. think of that was like that. Like, I mean, it's, it's fairly new, but, or even Stealing Happy Hours. Transistor oh, yeah. was always my favorite album. But, you know, Blue was my favorite, obviously, when it came out. And even after I discovered music and grassroots, Blue was still my favorite. But then Transistor, was just like the right time in my life where I think that whole album just I felt it man that was like that was like me because I was always back and forth with like hip-hop alternative rock rap rock alternative hip-hop like what other band can exemplify all those in one album yeah it was like and I had an older brother so it was like everything I had heard before that it was usually influenced by him you know until like Green Day Alanis Morissette No Doubt um 
you know, those couple of bands, like even Green Day, I discovered because of him. But, um, you know, but 311 was the first one. It was like, this is me. This is like rap, hip hop. I loved it, the reggae dance hall. I mean, my, my dad always listened to dance music and, you know, disco music and shit like that. Like, love Los Stellarians too. So I can definitely like, get down to that shit, like the funk and the jazz. And, like, I love all that shit. But, um, so Transistor, probably just my favorite album as a whole. And then, like, Stealing Happy Hours, like, I used to skip it. It was the last song. It was easy. Like, I didn't care for that. I wasn't even smoking weed back then. Like, as I got older and I smoked pot and I'm like chilling and can relate to the song a little more. I'm like, damn, this song is a vibe. Like, so, but now I couldn't say that I have like a favorite song, man. It's just Transistor album. Yeah. You know, some favorite live songs. Like I said, Let the Cards Fall. Um, Who's Got the Herb is always fun live. <laughs> um, like, I don't know, I'm brain farting right now, but uh, that's a... Galaxy is a good one live. What is? Galaxy. Oh, Galaxy. Oh, know, oh yeah, dude. Banger, like, a lot of the essay theme songs stand out to me, too. Like, live, especially. Yeah. Like, any essay theme featured song. Thanks for that. I just put I just put this on my question, man. Favorite live song, because that's such a good point to bring up. It, it's because it, it's, it's so like, different. You're right. Well, totally. Friday afternoon, like I said, that was one that, like, I didn't appreciate until I saw it live. And I'm like, man. The build up on this song, like what was I thinking? Like, have a little patience with me, shit. Like, so worth the wait. Oh man. yeah, I mean you hear live, you like, hear Tim Mahoney at the end on, on the studio track, shit. Yeah, <laughs> I love that man. And I gotta but say, yeah, go ahead. Fifty, fifty some shows, you know, in your pocket. What's what's the one song that you haven't heard yet that you want to hear? Yeah. Man, that's a good question, too, because, you know, I've never actually, I started doing that, like, a couple of times over COVID, and I'm like you, Jacob, I just get distracted, like, or <laughs> lost the list, or didn't save it, so there are, surprisingly, I know that there's a couple of songs off of, like, the first, I want to say first album or two, that I'm like, wait a minute, I've never seen that song, I can't recall what it is, but I was, like, really surprised, because I mean, I've obviously seen the Blue Album and Transistor in full, for sure, and I want to say music. It's something on Grassroots. I can't recall. It's like but salsa. I think a, yeah. It might be salsa, bro. If that's a, one of the rare that ones, like, yeah. and I was in shock. I've never seen it. Yeah. And so it probably like just something early would be the one. Like, damn. Like, how have I not seen that in fifty, oh, almost thirty years of live shows? Like, it's it's only been played forty times. Um, last the time. History. Last yeah. time besides yeah. what was the last time besides like twenty two and the like the album shows. Yeah, six, 16 in, uh, um, uh, in, in Atlanta, and then uh, not again until, uh, well, the live streams. Wait, was um, that at the Tabernacle? And, yep, Tabernacle. Oh, well, there 16. you go, Ricky. You were there, right? Oh, sorry. Maybe it, was, maybe it wasn't Salsa. What else is there? I mean, maybe I'll like, like, like Lose. Yeah, I feel like Lose no, I feel like it's pretty, pretty hard to find. I don't know, but man, yeah, speaking sure of... Yeah, I mean, every... I mean, I utilize setlist fm totally i keep track of i mean it's hard it's probably hard 50 shows to go back to think about every show you've been to yeah but man circling yeah, back I, to, I really need to figure that out though yeah stealing back uh, um, honestly i mean if, if you want to be real i'd love to see crossfire <laughs> <laughs> hate to break it to you man that is never happening 
Man, I don't think it, I don't like, think it's ever gonna happen. Such a fun song. Like they, they really need to do something to twist that back around. Because I mean, it, bring back the damn game and let Three Eleven sell the rights to the yeah. game and share it with you know, and do a new commercial or something, man. Like just for fun. Give, like, give the people what they want. <laughs> or even. There's another one too. Oh no, they played till the city's on fire, right? They yeah, play they played till, and it's Lucid Dreams that we haven't heard. Okay. And then all the yeah, other yeah. Voyager cuts were 2020, 311 Day, and that was it. Like Dodging Raindrops, oh. World Born, Born to Live, yeah, yeah. Okay. But dude, I want to circle back to stealing happy hours because it just awakens something in me. I don't think looking at my, uh, you know, Chicago set from that show. I don't think I've ever been more emotional at a 311 show than the end of the Transistor set. Because thinking about, I mean, Transistor is my favorite album by far. I have a giant tattoo of it on my arm. You know, I don't want to say by far, but it's definitely my favorite 311 album. So that whole experience leading up to that, The Urge is like one of my favorite bands ever. Being from St. Louis, you know, I've seen them a ton of times. So I never thought I'd see 311 and The Urge on the bill. Chicago is one of my favorite cities. It's drivable for me. Um, I mean, Blue and Transistor are what got me into 311. And, you know, playing that after party, too, on Saturday night after the Blue album. I mean, just that whole weekend was just so incredible. And then to hear Transistor front to back, I never, ever thought I'd be able to do that. I was 11 years old when the powwow happened. You know, so like man, and then during the end of stealing happy hours, I was like, man, I like being with all of you guys. You know, both of you and everybody else. I honestly, I don't know if any. I hope nobody saw it, but I got super emotional. I just, it's just a moment in time that I stood still and just took it all in. Like, wow, that really happened. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think we've all had that happen at some point yeah. or another. You know, a song hits us or. Um, you know, beyond the gray sky, I think it's a lot of people sometimes, yeah. like, it's hard yeah. not to, everybody's lost somebody important, and, um, so yeah, it's, but that's, that's what it's all about, man, it's like, you know, oh, you, yeah. know you feel it, you, you are it, yep. you know, it is you, like, it's just, it's I awesome, love, man. man, it's, it's awesome, love that shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, Ricky, do you have a favorite band member, and is there, is there a reason why? I think it's hard for people to pick, but I think it's a interesting question. Um, I've always like essay was always like my favorite. Um, the dance moves when I was a kid used to try and imitate the dance moves. <laughs> like it was all you know, super skinny and like active. Like yeah. you know, it still is, but like you know, essay used to really get down. Like oh, he was yeah. like a hype man, the rap man, like the energy. So, Essay was always my favorite, um, but I never had anything against any of the other guys. Oh, no, of course you know, not. I played, I played guitar a little, like, you know, I fiddled here and there. I, I wish I would have stuck with it like you and Zenat did. And you guys literally taught yourselves how to play, like, in a matter of a year or two. And, like, it's amazing. Like, I can, I can fuck around, but not like you guys can. And, um, you know, so I can always, I always appreciate Tim's guitar skills, Peanuts bass skills chad sexton was like a super i oh, feel like dude, underrated under, underrated drum for sure. like, yeah. like, he should be like i don't again obviously biased but like he's one of the best drummers out there he's one all, of the best gigging drummers for sure yeah yeah that's you know 
but and Nick is you know he's a front man. How can you not like Nick? Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean I love all the guys. It's um, but Essie was always my I always had a thing. You know, yeah. not a thing, but Essie was my my home. <laughs> oh, was my home it's boy, okay. Man. Hey, be real, man. It's okay. We everyone has a little thing for Essie. So it's okay. <laughs> yeah, of course, you know. Let's be honest. Love that guy. Love that dude. Brian, do you? I think I asked him. I was gonna say I asked him uh after Los Delarians one time, and I was like, so Essie, uh, you like waffles? And he's like. What? He's like, the kind you eat? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and he's when like, was this? Yeah. Like, he didn't know what the fuck to say. Yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, when was, know, when was this? Uh, this is after Los Delarians. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. 2018 or something. Like Dude, that. you got to get that on <laughs> video next time. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Brian, do you sort of, do you gravitate towards anybody? I don't know, man. I, you know, I, I guess, um, it's always just kind of been Nick. I mean, yeah. just, you know, I mean, lyrically and, um, spiritually, I guess, I don't know, you know, I, I've always, you know, especially, you know, the first time I think I heard, you know, stay positive and love your life. It always just kind of wow. resounded with me and, and you know, it's, you know, it's, I don't want to say cliche, but I mean, that's kind of been, become the banner, you know, for, yeah. for the band. I mean, that's, that's always kind of hit me. So it's, to me, I guess it's always been, been Nick. <laughs> nice. Nice. Well, what guys, about you, Jacob? I mean, <laughs> I think we already know. Is that even I mean, is that even a question? Um, I mean, Tim, right? Yeah, oh yeah. Just, well, just tell the people. I Did mean, we already tell the people? Dude is. I, I literally have a picture of the man right next to my desk. Here, I'll, sh- I'll show you yeah. guys. I mean, oh, yeah, there you go. I mean, come on. I mean, on and off the stage, I think Tim Mahoney's just like one of the greatest people ever. Like, not only yeah, I, I think he's just. A super. I want to get. I want to have an episode with a guitarist on where we just talk about Tim Mahoney because I can talk about Tim Mahoney forever. I mean, just his his style. Like, besides maybe Rage Against the Machine, I have never heard single note riffs with an octave pedal on that just makes it sound. It's it's like all it's riddled on the Blue Album. It's incredible, man. Like Random is a great example of single note riffs with an octave pedal on that just makes it super heavy. The way he plays power chords, the way he strums, getting those high notes involved. You can hear it live when he's playing What Was I Thinking. It's a one-note riff, but it makes it sound like he's playing three different notes the way he strums it. You know, yeah. I mean, it's incredible. And he's just he just plays so seamlessly. And, like, you can – when you're listening, even on studio, but especially live, if you're listening for guitars, if you close your eyes, you can absolutely tell who's playing. He's just yeah, that good a, of a He never misses a note. No, never. <laughs> no. It's like if, if someone messes up, yeah. no offense, it's Nick. Like, <laughs> I, like, I was going to say Friday afternoon, 311 day 2022 was one of the biggest messes up I've heard from them. Go back on YouTube and watch it. It's probably oh, Nick yeah, who I messes know. up. I mean, I just got to say. Didn't they mess up? Didn't, didn't Tim mess up in Omaha too? I don't remember uh, what song, but maybe. it was definitely a hiccup in Omaha. Yeah, I feel like a lot of his mess ups – well, obviously the um, Chicago show during "Don't Stay Home" that was just funny. Oh, yeah. that I'll was the miscue of the whole band. I don't yeah, think that was him I might, specifically. I, I think that was just um, miscue of the whole band. <laughs> Omaha was another good show. Man. Oh, dude, I'm that was to make it. yeah. That's one of those shows where I just remember the people. I just remember the experience. Like the show itself was nothing special. What made it so yeah, special right. yeah. was. Right. Hanging out with everybody. 
I mean, th- this show kind of blossomed from that, even though Brian wasn't there. Yeah. The Fantasy League started yeah, there, which really Brian did. got into. And, really Shout out the Fantasy um, League boys. Yeah. Extraordinary gentlemen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, so as we as we start to wrap up here, I just want to pick your guys' brains as to either what are your hopes for the future or expectations. You know, what do you want? What are you expecting from the band going forward? You can go, Brian. Um, I mean, for me personally, I think the last, you know, years, I mean, even the last three with, uh, you know, if you want to go back to COVID times, I think it's, you know, I, I've tried to temper my expectations, you know, um, you know, I mean, I think for so long we were blessed with, you know, uh, a summer tour, a fall tour, you know, um, you know, seeing, you know, over the last year, I mean, you know, maybe that's not the case anymore. And, you know, I've, I've come to, you know, I think a lot like, well, a lot of people I think we were you know we were disappointed that that might not happen and you know for me I'm just you know I'm living in the moment with happy with what I can get whatever that might be um you know the cool thing is for me um you know seeing maybe some more destination type stuff that you know to get the community together um you know is you know something I'm looking forward to um you know that maybe I'm not going to go to three shows a year but it's going to be one and you know, it's going to be with, with all my people. So I would much yeah, rather uh, have one big show where I can see everybody than these tours where, oh, I get to see him in Kansas City, but I'm only going to know like five people yeah. personally, yeah. you know. Um, I mean, I personally would like to obviously more music. They've had enough time. Like, You think we'll get a new I song on the cruise? Inevitable. Yeah, I think, I think they'll debut something, one or two songs. I hope so, man. Like it's way overdue. Um, but honestly, I'd like to see them get off the boat and do like slightly stupid duds um, on an island oh, resort, um, island in the sun. Yeah, right. So like just and do the same thing. Get a bunch of the cool, you know, like you do for the cruise, um, a bunch of opening bands so we can relax on the beach if we want, or we can go watch a show if we want. Um, and that could be the ultimate trip for us once a year, whether it's three eleven day or that. Um, also, let's just see them get out of Vegas again. New Orleans again would be cool, mm-hmm. or just anywhere not Vegas. I don't hate it. I definitely had more fun there with my wife than I did the first time, because yeah. we were so in and out of town like Barnum and Bailey in 2018 when I went. Um, and me and my wife got to enjoy it a lot more, and seeing all you guys and meeting a lot of you, and the whole experience. 2022 is overall better. But I'm over Vegas. Like, let's go there. come to Orlando. I mean, not just because it's close, but I think Orlando could accommodate. Do you think o- Omaha could accommodate? Go, I think Omaha, Omaha would be sweet, but I don't know if it can accommodate. Omaha, I wouldn't object to it. it yeah. I mean, it's central, you yep. know, central U.S. Like, the real fans are going to go. You'll have a lot of locals. Yep. The real fucking hometown, cornbread, <laughs> bleeding, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I agree. I, I think if we stick to, like, maybe one tour a year and then keep doing these event shows yeah whether it be album shows um man i don't know i'm I'm sure they could come up with better stuff than me but just event shows like destination you know do do birthday shows you know i think that's something we could do but well it looks like we're losing ricky but it's right about time anyways so you're good, man. Hey. 
Thank you so much for joining us, Ricky. This has been fun, man. We're closing out. Yeah. Appreciate it. I appreciate it, guys. No Forward to coming back soon. Oh, exactly. I'm excited to keep doing this, and uh, I'm excited to see what sort of guests we can get. Thanks so much for coming on to our first show, Ricky. Thanks for having me, guys. Absolutely. Much love. Yep. Absolutely. Pleasure to see you, man. See you, bro. Peace.